We are here. We are back. We are live. I am fresh out of the Clippers versus the Chicago Bulls game. That game was very, very fun. Um, It was great to see my hometown team, the Chicago Bulls, and it was also great um, to be able to, you know, cover the Clippers game as always. It's always a privilege to be able to go um, inside of, you know, those arenas and be at the event level and be able to walk on the, you know, we can't even walk on the floor now. Honestly, COVID ruined everything, bro. We used to be able to go on the floor before the games. We used to be able to be like right underneath as they was in a layup line. Like we had, we would be able to be on the floor up to like 15 minutes before the game. Now, unless you like a specific level of media, you can't even go on the floor no more, man. So it's, it, it sucks, man. But I will say that, I was privileged enough to be able to cover basketball before COVID. Um, And that was, you know, some of the greatest times of my life. And I will never forget that. Uh, So shout out to the fans. As always, welcome. If you are here and you are representing your team and your city, drop your team and your city inside of the chat box. Today, we will be talking about LeBron and if the Lakers are better without him, because I got some opinions. We're going to talk about the uh, the NBA MVP debate. We are also going to spend some time talking about Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic and why I believe that they do not work together and will not work together. Um, We will also spend a little bit of time touching on who is the actual best team in the NBA. And then we'll we'll go to the playoff tree. Um, But to get the show started off, um, let's go ahead, man. The fans are already in the chat. Let's go ahead. Let's get it crackalating. Let's start it out. So currently the Los Angeles Lakers are 37 and 38. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder are 37 and 38, which means that they would currently be playing each other in the play-in tournament um, for the 7th and 8th seed, and the Pelicans will be playing the Warriors. Now, LeBron James came back on a Sunday afternoon after being out for, I believe it was 13 games with a uh, mid-foot injury, uh, a tendon injury. And, you know, LeBron, of course, being LeBron, uh, said that it was the fastest foot injury recovery ever or whatever. And he went to go see the LeBron James of doctors like, okay, cool. But will you all win when you come back, LeBron? And that was and that was and has been my biggest question with the Lakers. Um, I, I was actually very upset when LeBron got hurt. Um. I've I've said it for years. I don't root for LeBron. I always root against LeBron ever since he beat my Chicago Bulls team in the playoffs back then. I always root against LeBron. I will never root for LeBron, never be a LeBron James fan. But the one thing that I do want to see is I want to see him go out there and lose while he's healthy. I want to see him lose on his own merits. Like to me, watching him lose time after time after time versus Steph Curry was it was beautiful. It was poetry. And the funniest part is like people are always talking, um, uh, um, you know, about, you know, LeBron, his teams and all this stuff. LeBron was out there. He was always out there. He was he was healthy, healthy as an ox. And he was out there. So to see them, you know, lose um, when he comes back, like I just was like, eh, whatever. Like and I'm not trolling Ronald Carroll. I'm not trolling. Said TPJ, the Lakers are not better without LeBron. Now, this is the difference. You said I'm the ultimate hater. I'm not the ultimate hater. But to me, it's not about 
it's not about will they go further without LeBron. Will they go further without LeBron? No, he's LeBron. And eventually teams are going to be able to scout for Austin Reeves in the starting lineup and be able to, you know, neutralize him. And he won't be having games where he's having 30 and 10. Now he might have 15 and eight, but he won't be having 30 and 10. I don't believe in the long run, even though uh, Darvin Ham said that he is the Lakers, um, you know, starting shooting guard going forward. But it's not about hate. Why I got to be about hate? The thing that I don't like about when LeBron James is on the floor with the Lakers is that the ball does not move. And AD has absolutely no space on the floor. Like when LeBron is out there, there is no space on the floor for Anthony Davis. When LeBron was hurt, what you saw on the floor was a lot of spacing, a lot of ability for Austin Reeves to have the ability to slash to the lane, for them to be able to get easy buckets in the pick and roll. You can't get easy buckets in the pick and roll trying to drive to the rim when it's always a big man standing eight feet away from the rim because LeBron can't shoot and AD can't shoot. So then the space get all clogged up. And then what you see is a bunch of long threes and misses by a guy like Malik Beasley. Um, And and Lakers fans are psychotic, by the way. Y'all are psychopaths. Y'all literally, this man Malik Beasley posting about his kid and y'all in his comments talking about make more threes. It's like it's a game, bro. Like, I get it. Sports gambling has turned you all into addicted dopamine monsters. You have to voice your opinion right then and there and tell that player how terrible he was on his son's birthday uh, Instagram post, who's a year old. You all are weirdos, bro. Lakers fans, I love Lakers fans that are realistic. Like, shout out to my homie Darius, Lakers fan. Very, very realistic. Shout out to Joel sometimes. He can be realistic. But, like, some Lakers fans just be, like, very extreme. And I don't know if it's Lakers fans that are extreme or if it's LeBron fans disguised as Lakers fans that have turned this culture so toxic. Like, I was at the Clippers game because I covered Clippers Bulls. Um, Clippers won that game. And I was at the Clippers game, and I literally turned to Scott, um, who's got a show on the network called I'm Not Gonna Hold You. It airs weekly. Make sure you go check out the clips and like this video, as well as like um, some of Scott's videos from I'm Not Gonna Hold You. But I was talking to Scott, and I was like, yo, bro, Russ should have been on the Clippers from the start. He looks at home. He looks at peace. He looks happy. Um, the fans love him. Like earlier, he got the ball. Um, he put Pat Bev in a hole turn around, shot a layup, immediately hit the baby, as he always does. And the fans went crazy. Yeah, Laker, they probably would have said, you're not going to make that. Now, I will say, when you sit in the press box, you're you're above the 300 level. That's where the press sits if you're not in the lower bowl press section. Sometimes we're in the lower bowl, sometimes we're not. Today, we was up high. Russ shot a three from the corner. Somebody yelled out for the 300 section, stop shooting the ball, Russ. I mean, loud as hell. Stop shooting the ball, Russ. And Russ had only taken three shots. But Russell Westbrook actually had an amazing uh, game today. His game today was actually quite tremendous. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Clippers. There we go. Hold on. Let's see if I can pull it up. All right. So we got... We got Clippers versus Bulls. Russ had a very, very good game. I'm surprised his plus minus is only 16. Like he was amazing the whole game. Um, he had 12 points, 10. Uh, he had 12 points, 10 assists, five rebounds, 
uh all three from three but you know he played very very well he was making some amazing passes today um players actually weren't finishing some of the passes nicholas batum hit eight of ten threes bro at one point in the game he was seven to eight from three it was kind of crazy watching batum shoot the ball that way and Kawhi actually was kind of terrible today his numbers don't reflect it um let me see hold on let me see if i can zoom this in uh let me see yeah Kawhi's numbers don't necessarily reflect it but like he was kind of not good today um let's see yeah Kawhi wasn't that great today he had like three points I think or like seven points going into halftime um but Batum shot the lights out I mean if you're gonna go eight of ten from the field and all eight of the shots you made were threes great Thank you. We appreciate it. Zubak had a fairly solid game. He actually played very, very well um, versus Vucevic. I thought he was a key contributor tonight. And Eric Gordon, I've been, I'm very mm, about Eric Gordon on the on the Clippers and if he should be starting. Um, but he played very, very well tonight. Now I got no complaints. The Clippers have been playing out of their mind um, and playing their butts off. But that trade for that team worked. The trade for the Lakers works or it was working when it was lebron and no ad when it was AD and no lebron now that they're together i think they gotta completely come back together remesh get themselves together and, and jay williams by the way you was wilding bro you was wild and talking about lebron gonna come back and take away possessions from austin reeves that's top 10 funniest things said on tv dan lebatar might not be tripping um and you play basketball you do good dope because you was tweaking. Uh, but so I look at the Lakers and to me, let's just let's see. Can we go to the schedule? Let me see. Uh, let me see. Lakers schedule. NBA. All right. So let's go. Let's look at the Lakers schedule. So the Lakers schedule coming up on Wednesday. Hold on a minute. God damn it. All right. Oh, there we go. I could just do that. All right, cool. So coming up on Wednesday, Lakers play the Bulls. The Bulls have been playing very, 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 very well. The Bulls have been playing very, very well. I'm going to get back to the comments as I wrap up this Lakers talk when I wrap it up. But the Bulls have been playing very, very well. They've been playing very, very good basketball. I mean, they didn't really play that well today. But um, as we were talking about, they probably, you know, went to Delilah last night, had a couple drinks. It was jazz night. If you lit and you got bread and you that guy, that's where you'll be. And that's probably where they were after they had that victory. And Pat Bev uh, said LeBron was little. Then they played the Timberwolves. Timberwolves have been playing extremely well. They just beat the Warriors. They just beat the Sacramento Kings. Rudy Gobert shot a fadeaway and made it. Rudy Gobert shot a fadeaway and made it. Rudy Gobert shot a fadeaway and made it a fadeaway from the free throw line and made it. Rudy Gobert. So I'm not doubting him. Through all things in Christ, G. Through all things in Christ, Rudy Gobert can get it done, brother. Uh, They play the Rockets. I would say that's a guaranteed win, but who knows? We'll see. Then they play the Jazz. I would say that this is a win because I think the Jazz are at the point now where the tank is in and let's go ahead and get this lottery pick. 
Um, then they play the Clippers, um, which is a game that I will definitely be at and I will definitely be covering because it's a Clippers home game. I am there. I I am there. I am there. Um, and I actually think the Clippers are going to win this game, um, which then what's that put the Lakers at? That's two. That's, that's three and two. I mean, two and three. Then they play, let me see. Then they play the Suns. KD going to be there. That's a loss. It's two and four. Then they play the Jazz again. It's an early game. They going to lose this game. That's two and five. That's your season, bro. And if the Lakers finish this season two and five, brother, brother, it's not as like y'all, y'all think I'm hating. I'm not hating. You just, you just saw, you just saw them games. You just saw the games. Hold on, let me see. Is this still up there? I'm not hating. You saw the game. So let's go ahead. Let's see some of these comments because I see y'all in there going crazy right now. Damn, y'all going crazy. If y'all commented but you didn't like the video, why? Why? If you commented and you did not like this video, why you didn't like this video? If you have not gone on your keyboard and like this video, but you commented, I just want to know why. Like the video. All right. Do that for me. Thank you. Anyways, moving back on, back to the Lakers. So I'm about to show some of these comments in a second. Let me pull this back up. All right. So here we go. I don't like LeBron either. What's up, Valix Prime Sports? If you haven't liked this video, I'm, I'm, we got to talk. Uh, let's see. Shout out to you, Michael. Ronald. Well, now you want to agree with me. Shout out to SK. Lagoda, he's not better than him, but I feel y'all. From a championship perspective, the team plays better when he is not on the floor. I'm so glad you touched on this because it needs to be debated, and I'm a diehard Lakers fan, but numbers don't lie. I agree with y'all. Uh, nah, Thomas Joel is a crazy Lakers fan. Or pull him off the bench. If he came off the uh, bench rotation, like you said, the spacing on the floor would be a lot better. Having hit or miss 28, uh, yes, but let's just be real. LeBron is not coming off the bench. He came off the bench for the second time in his entire career. He is not coming off the bench. Now, should LeBron come off the bench? No, because he's LeBron. Like, you can't be a 99 on 2K, even though I think that shit is blasphemous and be coming off the bench. I'm just saying. So, uh, man, when LeBron retires, I wonder what these guys will talk about because we know they can't talk hoop. When LeBron retire, I got a lot of shit to talk about. You know how much I get tired of talking about LeBron? But he's still one of the greatest basketball players to ever play, so he, mu he must be talked about. And he also plays on the Los Angeles Lakers. That's like asking me not to talk about Derek Jeter, but discuss baseball. What the fuck is wrong with you? Come on, man. Y'all y'all be tweaking sometime, man. The entire Western Conference is crazy right now. It is. All right, let's see. Uh, more comments. Pretty wild. All the best players are international players. It's not wild. No, it's not. It's not wild. AAU, bro. AAU. That's literally all it is. It's just AAU, bro. Like the 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 skill level and the discipline is not there. I'm gonna be honest. Now, this is gonna sound like hate, and it's not hate, but it's gonna sound like hate. And if it is hate, it's not hate though. I'm just being honest. Can we have an honest talk about all of this Bronny hype? Like I'm just being honest, bro. 
he looked like every other regular guy that can hoop, G. And it's no hate because he also about to be a grown man. He's stepping into the spotlight. This is this is what he wants. But I'm be looking at the highlights. And I'm like, this shit look, look mad regular. It's just LeBron James' son. Call it hate, but it just looks very normal, run of the mill, good high school athlete player, and not generational. I'm hearing these ESPN people talking about he a top ten pick. How? I'm just being honest. I don't. I like LeBron since I was since I was literally fourteen. He been the truth. We know it. I'm 33. LeBron been the truth since I was 14 years old. So it is no hate on LeBron. But I genuinely feel like this Bronny thing is marketing. And I hope he's as good as they say he is. Because if he's not, y'all going to be calling me a hater. Because I'm going to be like, yo, they put Bronny in the league. And he doesn't look good. Like even the dunk contest stuff he was doing, I was like, bro. What you mean? Like, that's, that's, you could, like, anybody that can dunk can do that. Like, anybody that can dunk, dunk, like, that's, that's an actual, gee, Mac McClung probably was doing that when he was 15, bro. I'm like, okay, Mac McClung was doing that shit in his backyard. That sh- is not that impressive to me. And like I said, it sounds like hate, but it's not hate. I'm just being honest. LeBron dunk contest was trash as fuck. He can't be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that's cap. It, it, it that's cap. People are definitely hyping Bronny G. People are definitely hyping Bronny G. People are most definitely hyping Bronny G. People are most definitely hyping Bronny G. But I'm just being honest. Mac McClung probably in high school. It, did he win the high school All-American dunk contest? I'm dead ass. Comment that if he did. But, like, Mac McClung probably was doing that shit in high school. Like, it's only fire because he's LeBron's son. And there's no disrespect to Bron. There's no disrespect to Bronny. But I'm, I've am i been watching attorney. I'm seeing these guys that are an attorney. I don't think Bronny going out there just blazing it up like that. I, like, they better... I'm I will I am more interested to see where Le, where where LeBron James Jr. goes to high school than I was to see if LeBron's gonna go straight from high school to the league. Cause I want to know where does he go? Does he go to the G League or does he go to college? I think he should go to college. But I think if he goes to college, he runs the risk of like really, he runs the risk of really, really, really like not standing out. Because I think at this high school stage, he's yeah, he's LeBron's son. But I like when I'm watching him play, I don't always feel like I'm watching him play against grown men. Now, you're telling me he's going to go to college and light it up for a year and then immediately go to the NBA? Like I said, you can call it hate. If you think I'm hating on Bronny James, like the video. Dead ass. If you think I'm hating on Bronny James right now, like the video. If you think I'm not hating on LeBron James Jr. right now, like the video. But like I said, it's no hate on Bronny, but it's just like, eh. Like, 
he's just LeBron's son. That's why everybody's going crazy. I don't see generational talent. Like, and I really don't. Oh, yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't see generational talent. Y'all can be mad at me. Um, All right. He says the Lakers are better with Austin Reeves pushing offense. LeBron would make them that much better. However, LeBron commands so, so much respect. Everyone stands around with their thumbs up there. You you heard it, man. You saw it. If you're watching this video right now, drop a like on that. So let's go ahead. Let's get back to the standings really quickly because I want to show this because if the Lakers go two and five, as I said, that means they finish at 39 and 43. What do you guys think the Lakers record has to be to finish the season in order to make the play in tournament? Currently, right now, the Dallas Mavericks sit uh, right outside of the play in tournament um, by a half a game behind the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um Pelicans been playing much, much better. They're seven and three. Rumors are Zion is probably going to come back like right at the end of the season. So you probably got a week, week and a half before Zion tries to fire it up. Um, Warriors look pedestrian, but they're, you know, they, it is what it is. The Timberwolves, I believe, own the tiebreaker over the Warriors, which is why they're ahead right now. Um, and as I said before, they beat the Kings today. So they've, you know, so they've been playing very, very well. And honestly, the Timberwolves have the actual chance to get all the way up to the four seed. Now, I know that sounds very, very blasphemous, but it's actually not blasphemous because the Suns have to play the Lakers. The Lakers have to play the Clippers and the Lakers have to play the Suns. Now, theoretically, and I think the Clippers play the Suns one more time this year. Do they? Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Clippers play the Suns. And they played it like, like, like the Clippers schedule to finish. Like if the Clippers finish the season playing the way that they should be playing, which is like, you know, winning and and doing what they're supposed to be doing. Theoretically, they could wind up helping out the Lakers very, very well. I think they're going to probably split this game. I mean, split these games versus Memphis. They'll beat the Pelicans. I think they're going to beat the Lakers. I think they'll beat the Blazers, and then they play the Phoenix the last day of the season. And I don't think that they're going to rest because I think that this game will be the game that will determine who's going to be the four or the five seed. Unless the Clippers beat Phoenix and the Lakers beat Phoenix, then that's two more losses for Phoenix, which means that the Timberwolves can theoretically sneak right on up in there. Let's see what the Timberwolves play. Timberwolves to finish the season. They play the Lakers. They could win that game. The Blazers, that's a win. Minnesota, oh, I'm sorry, Brooklyn. Theoretically, that could be a win. That's three wins. Spurs win. Pelicans, they might lose that game. But if they go four and one, they could wind up at like what? Like uh, what? 43 and 38 or um, 43 and 37 or something like that. I don't know. Like, you know, add it up. Make it eight. I mean, you know, make it equal 82 games. But you feel me? Uh, or even I could I could realistically hmm, that would be interesting. It would be very interesting. Even something like you know forty three wins for them, that would be amazing if you're a Timberwolves fan. And I think that it's very very reasonable. And if that happens, the Clippers and the Suns better take care of their business, or they gonna wind up in that spot. And I think whoever win whoever plays in this series will beat the nuggets if they are the suns the clippers or the warriors if they're not the suns the clippers or the warriors whoever plays denver 
in in the first round will lose. And in the second round, I'm sorry, I meant the second round. I meant the second round. But even but actually, even looking at the way that this thing is, theoretically, any team four through damn near 10 could wind up four through 10 if they get get on a on, on a losing streak or anywhere near that. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, but, you know, let's go ahead. Let's actually move this conversation. Let's talk about the NBA MVP. All right, NBA MVP. I'm trying to find the words. I'm trying to find the words. Like, I really am. Like, um, I just really don't believe Joel Embiid is the MVP. And I just really don't believe that Nikola Jokic is the most valuable player in basketball. I'm sorry. I just don't. I just don't. Now, I'll give Jokic credit. His team took the matchup versus Giannis's team um, when they played in Denver, even though the Bucs had the lead in the beginning of that game. In the third quarter, they just got avalanched in Denver and that was kind of, you know, kind of is what it is. But I'm just being honest. Like, I don't believe in the Nuggets. I don't believe in the Nuggets. And I don't believe in the 76ers. And to me, if I'm telling you that I don't believe in a team, it's got something to do with a lead player and not with the rest of the squad. Same reason as we were about to talk in a second about the Dallas Mavericks. So when you ask me, who the NBA MVP is, to me, it is still Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, I know you will say, oh, but TPJ, like, Giannis is, you know, his numbers compared to where, blah, when he won MVP, ah, blah, ah, blah, before. Let's just see. Let's take a look at it. All right, hold on. I need to, let me see. Can I make another custom layout? Hold on. Let me see if I can hold on, let me see if I can edit this layout. Not this one. Give me a second. Let me see if I can edit this real quick. Uh, boom. All right, cool. There we go. All right. There we go. Now we in business. All right. Boom. Sorry, guys. Uh hold on. Let me see. I see an ad. Let's get these ads up out of here. All right. Cool. My bad. Sorry. But anyways, moving on. So now you can see all of Giannis' stats, right? So this is this year. Now, you'll look at you'll look at these numbers, um, even looking at his rebounding percentage. It's the third one two it's the third highest has ever been in his career by the way his year in 2020 was crazy bro 29 13.6 and 5.6 assists on only 3.7 turnovers with a steal and a block a game bruh bruh he was playing lights out but this year 31.1 points per game 11.7 rebounds a game 5.6 assists 0.8 steals, 0.8 blocks. He is 
averaging a career high in turnovers. But I believe that's because he the uh, he's just had the ball in his hands too much. This is the highest usage uh, rate of his career. Um, and you know, like I said, you look at these numbers compared to Jokic or Embiid, and you'll say what you'll say about them. But to me, but to me, the key thing is this: thirty-two point two minutes a night. Now let's. Hyundai Santa Cruz versus Subaru Outback. Look what Santa Cruz has. Gee, I don't know where that came from, bro. They got all kind of ads on here now. Can't even block it out now. No. Oh, damn. Oh, I unpaused my ad block. My bad, G. Charlemagne, are we live? Greatest moment in radio history. So Embiid, 33, 33 points per game. He's averaging 10 rebounds a game, 4.2 assists, 3.5 turnovers. This, to me, is the most impressive part about Embiid. 1.1 steals, 1.7 blocks a game. But he's playing two and a half more minutes a game than Giannis, but taking around the same amount of shots per game as Giannis. Actually, let's go back to this. Giannis is taking actually 0.1 shots more than him, and Embiid is actually shooting a, a less from the field goal than Giannis. So it's like to me, y'all argument for Embiid, like he he's shooting 54 and 34 from the field. Embiid, I mean Giannis shooting 55 and 28, but he's taking 2.83s a game. Joel Embiid is taking oh, he's only taking three a game. You know what? You know what? I'll give you credit for that, Joel Embiid. That's pretty good, actually. It's actually pretty good. And he shoots 85% from the field. Uh, I'm sorry, from, from the free throw line. But I'm sorry. Still, Giannis, give me another block and a steal and a half more game in two and a half less minutes a game. Two and a half less minutes a game. Let's go to Nikola Jokic. Now, obviously, points nowhere near close. Total rebounds, 11.8. He's technically out-rebounding Giannis by 0.1. His assist number. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of mad that 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 this is where it is. He was, a, he was averaging a triple-double. He was averaging a triple-double. He was averaging a triple-double. Now he's not averaging a triple-double anymore. That was, that was, it was kind of fly when he was averaging a triple-double. He's still playing, playing 1.7 more minutes than Giannis. He is taking a lot less shots than Giannis, which I'll give him credit, but he's averaging a lot less points. Blocks, less blocks a game than Giannis. He is averaging more steals. He's averaging a little bit less turnovers than Giannis per game. Obviously, he shoots better from the free throw line, and he's actually shooting better from the field too, 63% from the field. He's playing out of his mind, out of his mind. But if you're asking me, night in, night out, as many Bucks games and Nuggets games as I've watched this year, Jokic does a great job of making plays and doing what he needs to do for those guys around him. But when I look at who makes the team go, and without him, are they a one seed or are they a middle of the road, middle of the pack seed? Eh, I don't know for the Nuggets. I don't know for the Bucks. For the 76ers, without Embiid, they'd still be a playoff team in the East. Probably 
seven, eight seed, honestly, six seed maybe is if Harden got the ball and you could just let him do what he do. You still got Tobias Harris out there. Um, but Jamal Murray's played a lot this season. Michael Porter Jr. has played a lot of games this season. Chris Middleton has only has played less. Actually, let's see. I think he's played less than 25 games this year. It might be 25 at this point. Chris Middleton has played 29 games this year. He spent 14 of those games on the bench. He's played an average of 24.4 minutes a game this year. Shooting the worst from his I mean worst field goal percentage of his career. Worst three-point percentage or well, second worst three-point percentage of his career. Averaging 14.9 points. He averaged that in six years. Yeah, Brooke Lopez out there. He played good defense. He do a good job. Drew Holiday, all world. Let's see where Drew Holiday actually has been this year. Drew Holiday has played all world this year. 18.9 points per game, uh, 7.3 assists, 5 rebounds. Great point guard play. 47% from the field. Ooh, great point guard play. Drew Holiday low-key deserved to be. Y'all going to be mad, but he should be third-team All-NBA, especially if you account for what he's done defensively. But I think Harden should be third team All NBA too, which then kind of because I think you got you got Ja, you got Steph, you got Dame, you got I believe Jalen Brunson will probably be in that mix. Um, you got Harden, and then you got Drew Holiday. In my mind, look at them; they mad. They tell me his true shooting percentage. I don't want to hear about no true shooting percentage, bro. His field goal percentage is not that fire. Joker did not beat he, he did not beat the 76ers, G. He didn't even play today. You do good dope. Come on, man. Stop. Stop, G. Get up out of here with that. Anyways, let's go ahead. Let's get back to our playoff standings so then we can get ready to wrap this up. But let's actually talk about a team that I really want to talk about. And that's my guys, man. It's my guys, bro. These guys. Whoa. These guys right here. These Denver Ma- these these Denver Mavericks. I'm tripping right now. Let me actually turn this banner off. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. And I want to have a real talk conversation. I love Luka Doncic. I love him. I love him. He's a, I think he is one of the greatest athletes to ever live. I think he, with what he's accomplished um, in his European basketball career, I think he should be regarded, not obviously above LeBron James because he hasn't been around as long, but in terms of being great and having a sustained and elevated level of greatness, he should be regarded as we regard LeBron in regards to LeBron's greatness from when he was a child up until his adult age. But Luke has got some maturity issues, bro. 
and I know he got some personal stuff that they say is going on. Hopefully, no one has passed. Um, hopefully, it's just like a breakup, something like that, with his girlfriend, whatever. But at a certain point, you got to be a leader. You got to be a leader. And I know from personal experience, it's not easy to lead a group of men or a group of people in general, regardless of gender, race, creed, whatever. It's not hard to, it's not an easy thing to do. It's a very hard task to be a leader of men. But when you sign up for that task, you got to take them bullets. You got to take them the wounds. You got to take them L's. You got to be happy when you're not supposed to be happy. You got to give more, even though you don't want to give more. You got to acquiesce to people's demands and succumb to feelings and and rid yourself of emotion because people will use your emotion to not only denigrate you, not only misuse your time and your money and your effort, but also use and abuse your emotional security. And when I look at Luka Doncic and the way he's been behaving, and I get it, Dorian Finney-Smith was his guy. Jalen Brunson was his guy. At the, at the end of the day, bro, you got to get over that shit. You got new guys here. You got to play with them. You have to lead. You have to command. You have to demand excellence, not only from them, but from yourself. You have to show up and be the first one there. Be the last one to leave. Be the one that show up two hours early. Be the one that don't have a nickname, Huka Doncic. When you're a professional basketball player, your cardio already fucked up. You are smoking hookah all the time. So to me, to me, we could blame Kyrie. We could say, oh, roster, roster, roster. We wasn't talking about the roster last year when they made it to the conference finals with basically the same roster. Yeah, they had Jalen Brunson. They have Kyrie Irving now. Kyrie Irving is a million times better than Jalen Brunson to this day still. Give me career. But when I see the losses versus the Hornets and I see Luka Doncic pouting and whining and he, every time he gets goes to the rim and he flails, he's like, why do you call a foul on me? Why do you call me a foul? I got hit. I got, I'm hurt. I got hit. It's like, bro, they used to beat the shit out of Shaq. Shut your ass up and run up the court, play some defense. <laughs> Literally, little, little floating link. <laughs> run it down. Stop. How about you hoop? How about you not take terrible shots to end the game? Hornets were up. I believe the score was 108 to 104. It was like 49 or 44 seconds left in the second game that they played. Luka Doncic got the ball. Kyrie Irving running up court on the right side. Luka takes the ball, dribbles the ball to the left top cash mark of the key, I believe. I believe it was the left top. And shoots a bonehead three, misses the three. It's 34 seconds left. You foul, now you down six. On what planet does that make sense, Luca? 
Yeah, they won versus the Pacers. Cool, smooth, smooth. But he's the problem. It's not Kyrie. He has to grow up and mature and really become a leader of men. And he's still acting like a petulant child. And that's just facts. Luka Doncic has been acting like a petulant child, regardless of what is going on in his family life. As, uh, you know, and I pray he's not dealing with death. If he is, my condolences. But even still, when bad things happen to you, you have to hold your poise. Criticize your teammates or oh, I'm frustrated because we're losing. No shit, Sherlock. But you get Kyrie Irving to give you the opportunity to allow yourself to get back to the conference finals and get past the conference finals. Because you have another playmaker and dynamic score that is able to be on the floor that has to be accounted for and is so in high of regard that the Golden State Warriors can't double team you the entire game or solely put Andrew Wiggins on you alone with help coming every time you touch the ball and you drive. Now if Kyrie Irving is on the floor and Andrew Wiggins has to guard you one-on-one or you get that switch versus Jordan Poole, whereas before when it was Reggie Bullock or Tim Hardaway Jr. or Jalen Brunson or whoever it was standing over there in the, in the corner or top of the key waiting on the pass, you could just sag off of them. And put a body in the lane, which makes your isolation ball that you love to play, your pick and roll ball that you love to play, slow. And then what you start doing is exchanging missed threes for Warriors threes or missed threes for layups. Or you can't even get a three. So you get frustrated and you start driving the ball to the rim, flailing. You don't get a call. You miss a layup. Warriors run back down, three, five-point swing, five-point swing, five-point swing. Before you knew it, Mavericks down 20, loose to the Warriors. You have Kyrie Irving there. Not only do you have someone that you can leave on the floor when you go to the bench that can drop 60 in 30 minutes, but you also have someone that makes you undoubleable. So get over yourself, Luka Doncic. Get over the fact that you have to run your fat ass around screens. Get over the fact that your fat ass got to set screens. Stop smoking hookah so you can have the fucking energy, Luca. Stop smoking hookah so you could have the energy, Luca. Then you won't have to worry about calls because your physical fitness level does not look like it's at its peak. And you've been playing stupid basketball. So Mavericks fans can blame Kyrie Irving all they want to. It's not Kyrie Irving's fault. It's, this is not Kyrie Irving's team. Kyrie Irving don't even think this is his team. I don't even know if Kyrie Irving want to be there long term. But what I have seen from him, including when I talked to Kyrie after the very first game that he played as a Dallas Maverick, Google it. He seemed very, very happy and very, very enthusiastic about the opportunity that he would be able to play with Luka Doncic. So to me, Luka, give Kyrie the ball. Let him score. Let him get you rest. 
And then when it's time to take over, take over. Luca has been so used to running a million miles per hour. Really not a million miles per hour, actually 70 miles per hour in a 150 mile per hour NBA pace lane. And now you got someone there picking up the pace, moving the ball, requiring you to become a better athlete rather than being better and being a leader of men. You're complaining and you're whining. I love you, Luca. I think you're one of the greatest NBA players of all time. When the NBA top 100 come out, you better be on there. You a Hall of Famer already. But you also look like a whiny baby and a sore loser and a guy that 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 isn't mentally ready to get to that next spot. And one thing I'll say about LeBron is LeBron never fucking whined and complained when he was young about his teammates. He never passed the buck and blamed his teammates when he was young. He took accountability. He talked about how he needed to be better in every instance and in every moment. And how we as a team need to be better. And to me, the conversation that Luka Doncic has created is not about the team. It is about him and his feelings. And that is not good leadership. So will the Mavericks make the playoffs? I don't fucking know. Ask Luka Doncic. And I'll leave it there. Let's so let's go ahead. Um, let's let me see what the fans are saying. Calling out Luka has to hurt TPJ. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts me a lot, but it's, it hurts me a lot, but it's lame. It's lame, and he got to do better. Got to do better. You can't spend your whole career looking at the referees and complaining about everything that's going on on the floor when you got the ball in your hands. And I'll leave that there with Luca. Let's go ahead. Let's move on. Let's get into um, what I – I'm going to make my final picks because I don't necessarily know if I'll podcast again before the end of the NBA season. I probably will. I think the season ends on the 9th. So we got about two weeks. I probably will. But I'm going to make my picks for who I believe um, will make the play in um, and where I believe that they will stand. So currently, um as of now the denver nuggets are the number one seed in the west i think they will finish as the number one seed um i think that the memphis grizzlies will finish as as the two seed because the kings lost that game to the clippers i'm sorry not to the clippers kings lost that game to the timberwolves and that game really 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 hurt them um losing that game because i believe it put them three behind um so that's unfortunate but um as far as the three seed, I think the Kings will tie it up. I don't see them going on any slide or skid. Like, I think they'll be fine. Um, Denver, um, I think, will personally play in that eighth slot. And I'm going to go I'm gonna go eight, seven, six, five, and then four. Um, in the eighth slot, I think that the Denver Nuggets will wind up playing the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that the Lakers will wind up making the play-in tournament um, – um uh I'm sorry. I think that the Lakers will wind up making the play in tournament. Uh, and basically, I think that if they are able to sneak into that AFC, which I still believe is possible for them, I think that they will probably, probably, I'm only saying probably, 
I think that they'll probably beat the Warriors um, or the Thunder, which then will put them at the seventh seed and make them play Memphis, right? But knowing the Lakers, they're going to finish as the 10th seed, beat the Thunder, and then they're going to wind up being the eighth seed. Um, so, you know, that's just the way that I, you know, that I view it. And I think that the Warriors will play the Grizzlies in the first round. That'll be very entertaining. And I actually think that the Warriors are going to beat the Grizzlies, but I think it'll be in seven. I think that the Lakers will actually beat the Nuggets. And I think that will be in seven. I think that the Suns will lose to the Clippers. And I think that will be in seven. And I think that, um, as far as the, the Suns Clippers series, I think that the Clippers will actually finish as the, as the fourth seed. And the Suns will finish as the fifth seed, which puts the Suns now on the away, which means that we have four games in Los Angeles, and I will definitely be broadcasting after every four of them games. Uh, and then that leaves you with, you know, Sacramento versus Minnesota, um, which I honestly have no idea who wins Sacramento versus Minnesota, especially with a healthy Carl Anthony Towns. Like, I do think that, like, the one thing DeMontis Sabonis does that is, makes him – a stellar NBA player is his game is very, very balanced. Um, even, even in some games, like you'll see him halftime damn near with 10 and nine, like three assists. Um, now he might finish the game with like 18, 12 and five, but that's very balanced, very even. He's not, he's, but I think, when you got to go up against Carl Anthony Towns and Rude Gobert, um, Mr. Turnaround Fadeaway, I think you're going to have some problems. And I think if if you can't rebound versus a team like the um, like the Timberwolves, I think the Timberwolves actually, their half-court game will be far superior than the Kings. I think the Kings like to play with a lot of pace. They shoot, they run. They do play very, very good defense. But I think in a half-court set, I'm going to take Mike Conley running an offense and Anthony Edwards being a dynamic scorer, Carl Anthony Towns being a dynamic scorer, and Rudy Gobert being able to at least give me 10 to 15 rebounds a night, which means I'm probably getting four offensive rebounds, which means Rudy's probably getting 10 to 12 points a night. And I think if the if the Timberwolves can come through, um, I think I think we might see literally four seven game first round series in the West. As far as the East, um, I think that the Bulls will play the Toronto Raptors and they'll beat the Raptors. And then I think that they'll beat the Hawks if they play the Hawks. And I think the Bulls will be the eighth seed. They'll get swept by the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Miami Heat um, are going to get swept by the Celtics or losing five. I got Cleveland um, beating the New York Knicks in six, and I got um, Philadelphia actually beating Brooklyn in five because I just feel like Mikael Bridges is going to randomly have like 48 one day. And we'll be like, how the hell do you have 48? But to me, the East, very simple. The West, very, very complicated. And honestly, if Zion comes back, I mean – if, if Zion comes back, we better hope that the Lakers or the Warriors don't have to play a Pelicans team with a Zion Williamson either coming off the bench or in the starting lineup. Because when he was playing this year, Zion was playing his ass off. He just, you know, he he, he just he just big boned it. He just big boned it. So anyways, 
Um, hold on, I, I really I gotta find it. I gotta find that video of that Rudy Gobert turnaround. Rudy Gobert. I gotta find it, G. You gotta watch it. Let's see. Where is that? Nah, where is it at? Rudy Gobert. There we go. Here we go. Look at this, G. Look at this, brother. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Bro, look at the bench, though. Look at the bench. Mad as hell, boy. No, hold on. I got to find the other one. Where the bench at? Where the bench at? Come on. Where they Where you go, Bear? Hold on. What a bench reaction at it, dog. Dang, got it. Oh, I'm so mad. Gee, the bench was mad as hell when he made that shit. They like, what the fuck? He was mad as hell when he made that, bro. The fact that Rudy Gobert out there getting buckets on people is comedy, bro. Rudy had 18 rebounds and 10 points the other day. I said, what the hell? I I couldn't I could not believe it when I oh here it is here it is I found it there we go there we go look at the bench look at the bench mad as hell G ain't no motherfucker do that that hard as hell he said ain't no motherfucking way ain't no way <laughs> G Rudy but Rudy look like Tim Duncan right there boy that is goddamn hilarious but let's see Zion. The lion. So the wolves can't keep up with the kings. I disagree with that, Cam. I think that the kings will be forced to slow down. And if they got us, and if they have to slow down, there's going to be some big issues for them. Cam, you should have just called in, brother, instead of commenting, brother. But I know you're on that East Coast. But anyways, fans, man. Um, let's see. Hold on. Where it is? There we go. All right. Let's queue up some order mode. Let's. Let's go ahead and bring the music in. Get ready. Just so you know, I am dropping a brand new project Friday. I just looked at a comment. My bad. Um, dropping a brand new music project um, this Friday. It's called I Spill Wine on My Laptop. Uh, it'll be on all streaming platforms available anywhere you can stream your music. Please make sure you go, you get that. Um, I would desperately appreciate your support uh, and love. And like, I, I, I rock with y'all. Um, and shout out to some of the fans. I see they be hitting me up, asking me, um, you know, about my music projects and all of that stuff. You guys are amazing. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to y'all for real. Um, I think that you guys are like the real MVPs. Yeah, I just I just be here. So shout out to y'all, man. Make sure you go ahead. Let's see. This is the new project right here. Make sure you go ahead. You cop that. Get that. This Friday It's called I Spilled Wine on My Laptop 2. Um, so this song I'm going to play on the outro. This is a song I got with Pavy from Hoops and Brews. It's called Order More Drinks. Uh, so if you're old enough to drink, call your, call up your lady. Tell her, hey, baby, I got something to play for you. Turn on that order more drinks, man. I appreciate y'all. It's been your boy, TPJ. Oh, let's get into it. Y'all, man, make sure you drop. Yeah, 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 ye
the massage oil. Baby girl says she's staying loyal. So I'ma do what I can. Baby, if you I'm on the man. Baby, order more drinks. Baby, order more drinks. Baby, order more drinks. Baby, order more. 